This is your favorite podcaster, Romina, and you just tuned in to RM Podcast FL. Okay, so we're starting the recording, you guys, for the first live Q&A call. We have some questions from our audience, and this session is a little bit different, everybody, just because of what was going on with the marketplace today, and I definitely had a lot of questions myself, as well as some of our listeners did, so I thought who would be the best choice to actually bring to the audience to ask these questions. And I had the pleasure of meeting Michael Allen Tate while back. So if you have yet met him or introduced to his work, definitely suggest you to also listen to the episode 37 on RM Podcast FL. And Michael, thank you so much for taking your time today and coming back to the podcast and actually touching base with us and helping our audience with today's marketplace. Oh, well, Romina, it's always a pleasure. And, you know, it's, these are tough times. And sometimes we just need to think things through and hopefully we can help some folks get a little focused and know what to do. I, uh, <clears throat> I currently work with people uh, who are in, in companies with their careers. But uh, a few years ago, I actually worked with people who lost their jobs almost every day. So maybe we'll have some helpful things to share with them. So, Absolutely. So this... Um this uh, live Q&A, you guys have been already promoted through LinkedIn and through social medias. So we already have some questions, which we'll make sure we'll ask them. But first, I want to take a moment and introduce Michael. Um, like I mentioned, episode 37, go ahead and listen to that. Um, and Michael has been an executive consultant and career coach for over 20 years. And he's the founder and the president on the same page consulting, as well as an aspiring speaker and author. Um, his first book, Design a Life That Works, teaches how to balance business, career, family, and personal values in an individual strategy's life, as well as his book, The White Shirt, is a career parable that, with tools to create successful career, um, to create successful career move strategies. So, Michael, thank you again for being here. If you want to tell us a little bit more of why you started the, the, the White Shirt uh, book, because that's yeah. very, very helpful. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, what happened was uh, about 20 years ago, I, I lost my job kind of in a situation not like this, but uh, I did. And so I went to a career counselor to try to get some help and uh, didn't get much help. They, told, they gave me a test, told me I should be a human resource person and then sent out about uh, three or 400 resumes. And I got one response and I had a master's degree and I'm going, what is wrong with me? And I realized there was nothing wrong with me. I just simply chose the worst strategy in the world, which is sending resumes, looking online, doing all the things everybody else does. And so, and, and when I realized that, that's when I kind of committed my life to helping people not go through what I went through and do this in the way that it works. So that's my story. <laughs> awesome. So I wanted to hop in a little bit. So um, this episode will go live on our podcast, which is within a couple of hours after we record. And just mm -hmm. to summarize it a little bit, we have coronavirus hitting pretty much everywhere. And unfortunately, there's no handbook of how to fix such a situation. And so far, we have at 18% unemployment, but is expected to be even higher, unfortunately. And such a thing is affecting everybody's economy, it's affecting you know, businesses, it's affecting the mental uh, health of people because if, you, you know, if your family um, is, is reliable on your job, if you're losing your job, you're just kind of like on the, what do you do next? 
So Michael, what would be kind of like some steps you'd give to somebody to calm themselves first before they, um, they stress themselves out and instead of, you know, try to keep their cool at the same time as, as not yeah. easy as that is. Right. And uh, yeah, and really keeping your cool is kind of hard to do. Uh, uh, the one thing I had people do when I used to work with them and they were notified they'd lost their job uh, was to have them uh, begin a, a journal and writing down every day kind of how they feel about things. Because if you can do that, uh, it gives you a way to uh, kind of work through those feelings before you meet someone who asks you about a job and you kind of spill your guts with them. Mm -hmm. But also, uh, and to find, uh, so I would say that, it, that is, and, and if you're, uh, whatever your faith is, certainly you want to pray and those kind of things. But physically writing down how you feel about what happened, what went on, and then also find a friend, one person that you can just pair up with during this time, probably in the same situation as you, so you can help each other and support each other and talk about those things because when you have a change, you go through these emotions. We all do. We all do anger and shock and denial. We get sick. All that happens, and it's probably going to happen. You won't sleep. Those things happen. Just know they will. But you just, if you can write it down and find a friend uh, and then trust your faith, those were the three things I'd say to, to hone in on during this initial shock when that happens. Now, you said find a friend. Um, how important it is to find the right friend because you definitely don't want to find, you know, somebody that is going to drag you down and become the negative corner. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I guess I made that assumption. Yeah, uh, some people are, you know, they're, uh, some people you should run from, some people you should, and you know who they are, uh, but they're, you know, of course, the one who will want to do it will be the one who probably is the negative one, but uh, but anyway, so you can make a choice of whether you're going to try to lift them up or find someone else, but um, uh, so, you know, find the right, finding the right person is certainly the best, and I know if you're married or you're uh, dating, you know, really serious about someone, sometimes that person is not the best help for you, because they're so emotionally involved. Uh, I'm, not, I'm saying, sure, talk with them, but realize you probably need somebody who's a little bit more objective that you can talk with. Uh, I, so, um, because, you know, I know when I was, I used to work in outplacement and people were fired and they were sent to me, and I'd, congratulations, you're fired, here's Mike, and I'd talk with them, with mm -hmm. their, usually their spouses together, and I'd talk about the one thing you're, uh, your partner or your spouse does not need to do is to ask you how the job search is going. Because <clears throat> you're, uh, you're out there, you're doing, you're doing your best, you're looking around, they don't need that kind of pressure from somebody that cares about them. Just say, encourage them, you know, love on them, help them, give them ideas, but don't try to fix them. Don't try oh. to fix your problem. Don't try to do that. Because you typically do that for your partner. You try to fix the problem for them. Right. And just say, I support you 100%. I'm here with you. And let's find you a buddy or somebody that y'all can work together. And let me stay out of this. And let me be your support, not your advisor. Because then you change roles and things go downhill. And they can get, couples can get in trouble really quick when you get all wrapped up in that. So. That's true. One of the primary reasons why couples separate, it's also a financial situation for not saying the yeah. top priority yeah. is financial situation. So sure. for the partners out there listening to this, you guys just support your partner. 
but don't yes. try to fix it for them. Yeah, find them someone to help them. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> now I want to kind of hop into the questions that we uh, we received so far. Mm -hmm. um, I have um, I've been a bartender for years, and even though I have a business degree, bartender bartending has allowed me to collect quick cash and quite honestly never run out of money. Which, as we know, food and beverage does that. For months now, I've been thinking of exploring the business uh, world more, but I never practiced my degree and quite frankly have no idea where to start, especially with everything is going on. What do you suggest I do? And a little background on the person who sent this question. Um, mm -hmm. It's a good friend of mine, actually, and he just lost his job, too, because they had to close all the food and beverages here in Florida, at least. Sure. Um, I don't know um, if every state is doing a full lockdown, but Florida, it is they practicing are. that. So where, where does Chris start from? Chris is stuck. Yeah, <clears throat> sure. Um, um, my, uh, <clears throat> my daughter worked as a bartender, and that's good money. And, you know, it was mm -hmm. kind of easy, and it was a good thing. But I know, uh, so my first thing would say to step back uh, and ask yourself, why, why did you take uh, – why did you uh, get a business degree? What was the uh, what was your dream at that time for that? Mm -hmm. You probably had a reason for doing it. To go back to that, and then the other thing is, I would look around and think about. I call it a family career tree. Go back and see people in your family or people adults you were associated with when you're growing up and what they did because those things influence your decisions. And then, I'm sure as a bartender, you met a lot of interesting people. And when mm -hmm. they were sober. Yeah. Or there's some of them that really had intriguing careers that you just going, you know, that is so interesting. And I'd write all that stuff down. And then, uh, and then, you know, me, I, I think uh, everybody has a resume, but nobody has a plan. So I would ask you to write out a one page plan that says, here's my current situation. Here's, uh, here's my skills that I've used in bartending you know, working with people, organizing those kind of things, or maybe take an assessment and find out. And then, uh, and then write down uh, what your, you know, some ideas from what you looked at in your research of your background, mm -hmm. and some industries that might be interesting to you, and then have a list of companies or organizations you might like to work for. And, I, and that's a lot to explain here. But if you go to my website at whiteshirtbook.com, there's sample plans. There's actually several that show how to put together a plan. Mm -hmm. Because the reason everybody, there's there's three reasons people don't find work when they want to. Uh, the economy, of course, has affected us. This is unusual. But typically when people don't, can't move or get in the job they want, they really haven't done an analysis of their strengths and their skills. So do an assessment somehow and find that out. They use the wrong strategy, which is using resumes. And uh, uh, as I said before, uh, because they assume there's a job hunting system and then they try to do it alone. Those are the three reasons. But, uh, but the strategy then, if you have a plan, is uh, uh, my, my whole little book and my whole premise of everything I do is if you ask for a job, you'll get advice. If you ask for advice, you'll find a career. And you can't, can't do that with a resume because resumes uh, are, you have to have one, but don't use it when you're doing your job search. Write a little plan that says, here's my, like if you were starting a business, would you write a brochure first or a business plan? A business plan. So you'd write down, this is 
this plan. And I know if you go online and look at those, you can look at them. They're free. There's a free workbook on that thing. But really just think about what brought you here, kind of what your legacy is, what you have an interest in, and then go, and you should have lots of friends if you're a bartender, but go with to them and never ask them for a job opening, never ask them about anybody that's hiring, just ask them, take a look at my plan, what would you do if you were me? Mm. That, and uh, so, and you know, there's, I always remember there's three ways to work. There's full-time, part-time, and contract. So, um, that opens up a lot of opportunities because there are some there are some things that some businesses that are still doing quite well out there, and all we need to find is one job or or one assignment so to get you through okay thank you, thank you for sharing that and I feel like also uh, I worked for them beverage before too, but just like you mentioned, as a bartender, you have a lot of human skills oh, bartenders man. don't realize it mm-hmm. So use all those skills, manage them, you know, uh, combine them with everything else that you advised. So to mm-hmm. sum it up, because I wrote it down to sum, or, sum it up, put a plan together, look at your family tree towards, you know, businesses, towards experiences, look at your strength and your weakness, and then look at what type of industry and like look at di- dive into the ideas that you want to work. So Chris, you can do this, buddy. <laughs> you can definitely do this because bartending has a lot of great human skills. I mean, they manage to talk to everybody. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. And, uh, and, uh, and sometimes it's harder for people that do that to talk about this. But, uh, but, you know, you've got a lot of contacts. And it's, you know, if you can imagine that there's really not a job learning system, there's just a, there's a table at every organization where people sit around and ask, do you know somebody who we could hire to do this? Yeah. And, and if you you know, if you've talked to enough people, you get in that conversation and that's how jobs really are fined. 85% are never posted anywhere. So, so good, good luck. And, and I don't mean, and, uh, you know, when I say the website, there's free stuff there for you guys that you can use and it'll help you. So I hope you will use it. Yeah. Um, before I jump into the other question, I just thought of something else. Do you, would you suggest to maybe people have like a small business card even with just their name and like a title or something. So this way they don't just pass their numbers on a napkin. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that is, a, that's a nice touch. And I actually have a card here from a lady who was looking for work and hers, she had uh, a card and on it, it said, uh, I would just say have a card with your name and your contact information on it. Uh, mm-hmm. but, but she had written uh strategic leader known as a bringer of order to chaos rescuer of failing projects and improver of processes and revenue <laughs> That's that. and she got a job doing that but anyway but yeah just have a, a, hand, a card is nice to hand out to people yes. nice awesome now my other question that we got it says work uh, hr current work hr currently but wanted to move to management and director position what is the best way i can go about this yeah yeah well uh and it's uh there's kind of three questions you uh when you're doing and she's a recruiter so i know it says only hr Uh, here but she's a recruiter so because hr has a lot of branches of itself so she's a recruiter i should clarify that she didn't yeah she's uh, she works in recruitment right now oh okay yeah so uh the uh uh you know to go back kind of to start, I would do the same sorts of things I did with, you know, with your family tree and your, do a career assessment. If she's in HR, she can certainly find something that'll help her get that clear. 
But see, this actually happened to me years ago, 25 years ago when I worked for an organization. I, uh, I got really, I wanted to move up and I wanted to do something different and I couldn't figure it out. So uh, intuitively, I just wrote out what I wanted. Mm-hmm. I wrote down on the paper, I, I want to work on this. I'm interested in learning this. I'd like to explore that. And I wrote it all out. And I shared it with a friend outside my company. And I never shared it with anybody inside. Uh, but uh, within about two or three months, the company kind of shifted around and they created that position I had written down. And I'm not saying that's going to happen those uh, to you. But if you get clear, my question would be to her or him, you know, what, what do you really want? And what are the different departments in your organization that, uh, that you could go in and share your plan with? So I would say, again, develop a plan that says, this is what I want. These are things I'm interested in. These are the skills I bring And And if you're inside a company, you, you make a list of the uh, different departments. And then you go to the people in those departments and share your plan with them. And uh, say, I'm, you know, I'm not looking to change right now, but I don't, I would just want to tell you what I'm looking at. And I'd like to share my plan. Would you take a look at my plan and give me some advice? I don't, again, I don't expect you to know of an opening. I don't expect you to be helping me find the job. I just need your advice. So that would be, and actually there's uh, on the whiteshirtbook.com, there's actually a, an internal plan that someone used to move from a, uh, a project management to human resources actually on on there so she can she can take a look at it and see how to do it but mainly the thing is right if you get clear on what you you want you know uh, i believe providence sets in when we get really clear on what we want and and uh uh and share that with the folks you know inside and get some advice from them and i'd also share it with uh people outside you just never know what will happen so Thank you. And then my last question, Michael, actually, um, because of, I got a message this morning, my friend, um, unfortunately, she lost her job, uh, her engineering job because of everything going on. And she was also, we start talking and she also asked the question because I told her about our session today. She also said, what are the new students, the, the ones that are supposed to graduate, what are they supposed to do? Because not, it's not even like it's not easy for freshly graduates sometimes to find job. But take into place everything going on with you know with the virus situation, what are they supposed to do? Like how are they supposed to find their jobs and everything? So it's kind of another problem on top of the regular issue that they typically have. Right, and of course those who have done like you help people do in your college you know, have internships beforehand and do those kind of things, it's easier. But if, if you don't, I mean, the first thing, uh, and if you're, I guess most of them might be going home to their parents or whatever, uh, it's the same approach. I mean, if do not, you know, you can put together a resume and, uh, and if you do a resume, I would tell you on the second page of your resume, write down interesting things about yourself. That'll that'll help you more than anything to find a job. I mean, write down your 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 experiences in school and what you've done. But on the back, write down these are books I love to read. These are places I've visited. These are things I like to do, because it gives people a sense of who you are. Mm. And um, but but the main thing is don't rely on the resume to get you a job. Uh, and I know you may not be used to it, but it, uh, you'll need to ask people go to your parents first and say, 
know, these are things I love doing. You know why I went to school. And these and write down a list of organizations, do your research, find the best places to work, look at some of these industries that aren't being affected. Actually, the food industry is going up. Drivers who are driving things to people's houses is booming. I mean, those are may not be long-time jobs, but right now you just want to find something that you can do. Uh, uh, so look at it that way. And I, I would tell you anything around gas and oil right now, uh, because of they're so low, I'll work with oil companies and gas companies and they just, they're trying to hire people. There's always things out there. If you'll just do, as we talked before, send your resumes out, but don't count on it. Do your LinkedIn, I mean, do your uh, Indeeds and all those kind of things, but just don't count on it. Go and visit or talk to at least three people every day about your idea and ask them for advice and their insights and what they think about what you're, what you're wanting to do. Never, ever, ever say, do you know anybody that's hiring? Do you know somebody that, uh, a job that's open? Because you put them on the spot and people feel badly because they can't help you do that, but they can give you advice. And as we know, 80% of the jobs are not even posted now. They're just out there, people trying to figure out how can we solve this problem. Through referrals or, yeah. Through referrals, they, they don't want all these, Resumes coming at them, 2,000 from online. They're going, gosh, somebody please walk in. <laughs> <laughs> or some, I'll, I'll go ask my friend who knows people. So that's how it all works. It's, you know, there is not a job hunting system out there. You make your own. And so that would be my thoughts and, um, on that. Because, it, yeah, it, it's a, a especially scary. But in a way, being uh, fresh out of school, there is some assets to having that as well because you bring in the energy that other people don't. And so. Very, very true. And I wanted to add something too. So personally, I've been taking advantage of the extra time on my hands this past weekend. So I actually went ahead and connected with some people that I went to college in Illinois. And you guys, just go ahead and get in touch with your friends. You know, some people are extroverts, some people are introverts. You know, just make sure everybody's okay at this time. And you would be surprised. I talked to about six of my friends and two of them were saying, hey, we really like my company is suffering for this right now. Do you know anybody? Like even in yeah. this critical times, companies are still looking to hire. It might be not something that is on your field, for example, but if that's something that you always thought to change to, maybe just the time for you to make a change. So yeah. talk to your friends like, just genuinely talk to your friends, catch up with them, and you don't know what can come up in a conversation too. Absolutely, yep. And then the last thing that I wanted to add, I saw this post, um, it's a startup founded during the last recession, 2008 to 2010. Uber, Airbnb, Slack, Pinterest, WhatsApp, App Inc., Square, Venmo. So guys, if you think we're going through a lot, just think about the recession time in 2008 and 2008 and 10. And it might be just your chance to go ahead and invest or come up with a million dollar idea that you always wanted to. So stay positive. You never know. <laughs> That's right. Stay positive and stay talking with your friends and helping them out. And, you know, the best way to get through any kind of uh, crisis or change is to help someone else get through it. And so I think your advice, Romina, about reaching out to your friends just to offer a helping hand and talk is uh would help everyone and make us all. And you, like you said, you never know when God or Providence steps in the middle of that and there, yeah. there's something you were looking for. So, 
Yeah, I mean, my friend was like, do you have mortgage, you know, experience? We're hiring. We need people like ASAP. <laughs> she said, they will hire you. You can work yep. from home, do whatever. And I was like, I don't. That's not my field. But you never know where people, you know, companies still looking for, for employees, you guys. So, well, I hope everybody can get, you know, learn as much as they can from the session. If you guys do have questions, I would highly recommend you to go to Michael's website, which I'll go ahead and attach all the information below as well as if you have questions, feel free to email me and we'll make sure to go ahead and answer those on future sessions as well. Michael, thank you so, so much for taking your time today again for being a part of the podcast again. Oh, thank you, Romina. This is a pleasure to do. Wish everyone the best. Absolutely. And for you guys, stay tuned. We're going to try to have as many live sessions as possible this week since with everything going on. So I want to make sure that everybody learns at least one new thing per episode, but also we can try to help each other at these times. Thank you so much, Michael. And guys, stay up to date with our website.